welcome to the Work From Home podcast with Mr. Tolu Balogun. In this podcast series, I will be talking about various ways for you to transit to working from home if you are not already doing so. If you are already working from home like me, I will be talking about a lot of things you can do to scale your business and move it to the next level. Welcome to the Work From Home podcast. Um, today I have a medical doctor with me, Dr. Leslie Fox. He is a medical doctor who is staying at Ed of Recov. He has his practice online. And that is really interesting because we are all used to going to the hospitals and sitting down and waiting till the doctor has time to consult with us and all of that. But yeah, we have um, Dr. Fox who is doing all of his practice online and staying ahead of the curve. Um, we are just starting the year 2021 and definitely it's good to be able to get some health advice and not just get health advice to also be able to know that there is a doctor you can actually reach out to that will be available to you 247 from the comfort of your house. So please, Dr. Fox, uh, introduce yourself to us. Yeah, so I'm Dr. Fox. Um, been working virtually and from home for the past four to five years now. Um, you know, my main focus is to bring everything that everyone is used to via brick and mortar um, and bring it online and make it more streamlined and more applicable to life today. So we still help people address their, their root cause of all their issues, their health issues, their health concerns. And then we also help build sustainable, long-term customized plans to make sure that they can have the long-term results that they're looking for and address all their goals and health concerns in a very feasible and economical way, but also a very quick way from the comforts of their own home. Oh, that's awesome. Very great. Um, now, I want you to give me some insights into how you were running things from the brick and mortar and what necessitated you transiting online. Yeah, so um, we just reached a point at our brick and mortar where we were, you know, we were very successful. We were seeing lots of people, which is nice, but we were also helping a lot of people. Um, but we got to a point where we hit, we hit a, a ceiling. Every brick and mortar um, tends to hit a ceiling as far as what they can do and see and how many people they can work with. And um, I also wanted to help people around the world, and I just didn't know how to do it. That was my biggest driving factor was how do I help someone from across the world that wants help? And how can I do it from the comforts of my home and their home? And so that's essentially what drove us to move from the brick and mortar online. And then also the time factor of me being able to work on my own time. Perfect. And um, what were some of the first things you did um, when you wanted to start your practice online? What were some of the things yeah. you had to you know, put in place? Yeah, so I just looked at some other people that were very early on doing it um, and just kind of reached out to them and see how they how they progressed into moving virtually, you know, from, you know, setting up landing pages and websites and just making sure that I was essentially bringing all my skills to the online platform and then being able to reach people um, a lot easier. So I essentially just brought my system from my brick and mortar put it online and then did a little bit of marketing and networking and just 
showing people how much more effective it is to um, do everything virtually because it's just, it's faster and you can do it from anywhere. And that's how we moved um, from the brick and mortar. And how long did it take you to complete the transition? Um, about two months. Uh, so fairly quickly and we got the systems in place and um, yeah, we just have been, we've been going nonstop. We're actually um, pretty much all referral based now and we're, we're backed up for a couple of months just because people like the idea of being able to um, get healthy from home, especially during today's uh, pandemic times. Okay. And um, the reason for the fast transition is that because you already had a system in place that was um, probably fully digitized. Um, yeah, I had system in place and, um, I just follow the philosophy of burning all my, my boats and bridges and making sure that like, if I'm going to commit, I'm just going to commit. So, um, we got rid of everything and moved as fast as we could online. And obviously there's, you know, some hoops and barriers we had to jump through, but we just addressed that as we were moving forward and, um, it was pretty easy. Oh, that's perfect and so great. Um, happy you were um, willing and, you know, at the foresight to move online. And how did the um, COVID stay at home, um, coffee and all of those, how did they affect or impact your business? They really haven't affected us because luckily, you know, we saw the writing on the wall early on about moving at home. And so now that everyone is kind of forced to stay at home, um, my stuff really hasn't changed because people still want to get healthy and staying at home right now has exposed a lot of people's health issues and they're afraid to go into hospitals and they're afraid to do all that. So, you know, it's, it's easier for them to start taking control of their health from home now because they're kind of forced into it. So, and I'm already in that zone of like, mm -hmm. Hey, I'm here. I'm the one that provides the at home healthcare. Mm -hmm. and now they kind of have to do it. Oh, that's great. That's interesting. So, um, what are some of the most frequent, um, healthcare needs that you've noticed with people, especially those of us who work from home? Yeah. So the biggest complaints and problems we see is, um, uh, you know, the aches and pains, the energy, um, having that focus, brain fog because they're on the computer more now than ever. And being on the computer causes a lot of brain fog and energy issues, headaches, um, just overall tiredness. And now they have, they get like weight, weight issues because they're eating more often and mm -hmm. not moving around and um, stomach issues. And just, they just don't feel like themselves. They've went from a completely different person to this new person, which stays at home and is just not active and is eating more. And just um, they're not used to the transition and they need help. And so that's where we help address those most common problems that we're running into. Okay. Okay. Great. And if uh, you can, and if you would, I want you to, you know, come at all those frequent problems and just give an overview of what you think um, a work from one person needs to do to stay much more healthy. Yeah. So, I mean, no matter what your job is, um, you, you, everyone works within a specific system and parameter. Um, same thing with our body and our health. The biggest piece of advice I tell people to, to stay in control is think of it like this. How often do you brush your teeth every day? Most of us, you know, you take a shower every day, you do all the essential things to try to keep your body healthy, mm -hmm. but staying from home now requires you to actually start focusing on your health more more than just 
you know, trying to eat healthier foods or trying to walk or exercise, it requires you to start getting uh, biometrics. It requires you to start looking internally in the body. So what is happening internally? What's going on in the blood? What's going on under the hood of the car? So think of it like going into a car dealership and getting your car maintenance. How often are you doing that? You should be doing this regardless if you're working from home or working at your normal nine to five job brick and mortar, because at the end of the day, your health is your number one asset over your job and everything else. Because if you're not healthy, you probably won't have a job for very long. And so regardless of working from home, that's the key thing is you got to start getting healthy and you got to start working with someone to make sure you're doing it right. So that way you can have that number one asset for as long as possible, which is your health. Okay. And what are some of the habits you think we can use to, you know, stay healthy, um, irrespective of whether we are working from home or, you know, you mentioned, I, li I like the analogy you gave about, you know, you brush your teeth every day, you run the routine maintenance on your car. And um, what are some of the things you need, we need to do to just, you know, um, improve our healthcare? Yeah. So if you, if you haven't, you know, if you don't get a chance to work with someone like me virtually, I would say the best things that you can do to start going in the right direction would be, uh, you know, if you're working from home, get up and move more, you know, every 30 to 40 minutes, just get up, go for a walk, do some squats, do some pushups. You just got to get the body moving. Our bodies are not really meant to sit around a lot. And so setting a timer on your phone every 30, 30 minutes, do, you know, some 10 pushups, 10 squats, move okay. around, go walk. Um, that would be my first thing. The second thing would be to um, try to find five minutes out of the day to get a workout in and try to pair that to something that you already do every day. So what okay. I mean by that is if every day you make a, a cup of coffee in the morning mm -hmm. and it takes four or five minutes for you to make that cup of coffee, mm -hmm. then try to do a little quick workout for five minutes. If I tell someone, hey, all you got to do is work out for five minutes, mm -hmm. do some body weight stuff, they're more than likely going to do it if every day they make their cup of coffee and now they're doing a five minute workout with something they're already doing every day, mm -hmm. it's gonna make it a lot easier for them to hold on to that. And then probably the last thing is I would, I would get some blue blocking glasses if you're on the computer all the time to protect your, your retinas, to protect your brain, to help with brain fog, headaches and energy issues because of all that constant light to our system mm -hmm. and our brain, our body does not like that. And so those blue blockers would help out significantly. Okay. Um, for the blue blockers, are those the same as um, glasses with um, UV protection? Um, kind of. They're, they're different colored lenses, amber colored, dark red, um, orange. You can get them on Amazon or other places. Just type in blue blockers. Okay. $7 to American dollars to $30. Okay. Um, but that would be my first thing for people. There's, um, there's apps that you can download on your computers called Iris that changes the color of the screen. So that way you don't constantly get that blue light into mm -hmm. your eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I talked about the apps in um, one of my um, previous episodes when I talked about some apps that you can use to you know, stay productive. I know a lot of us, we um, are always on the computer for long hours because we are at home and yep. we have a lot of people to, you know, um, communicate with through the day and a lot of work we need to get done. So that changes us, that makes us to, you know, have long hours in front of uh, a computer. And another quick tip I can also probably give people about the, um, the 30 minutes, um, um, making sure they are able to know that it's time to, you know, 
do a little bit of workout after sitting for so long is if you are, if you own a smartwatch, you can always put a set sedentary reminder for every 30 minutes and yeah. or every 45 minutes. I, I set my own for 45 minutes, but yeah. um, I'm sure you, you are the medical person and you have the best advice and you've said it's 30 minutes. So just set a 30 minute reminder and that way, you know, when the watch vibrates, you know, it's time to, you know, move around a bit before you go back to um, walking. Yeah, so research shows that right now you you can really technically only stay effective at the task that you're working on for anywhere from 20 to like 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, after that, doesn't matter what you're doing, the effectiveness is going to go down, the motivation is going to go down. Mm -hmm. So they recommend either get up, move for five, 10 minutes, or completely switch over to a brand new task of something different. Okay, okay. That's that's um, very insightful. Now, with you talking about switching to a new task, does that mean, for example, I've, I've been working on a video for the past 30 minutes, then I go do my five minutes of moving around, then I come back. Um, are you saying I should switch to maybe writing if I also write? Yeah, so if you can get up and move for five or 10 minutes and then sit back down, and then if you feel like the moment you sit down, like you're ready to go back at it, and, you know, go back at it again for another 30 minutes or switch to something different, like do some writing stuff. And then mm -hmm. after that 30 minute break, come back to the video stuff, because you might notice that that little break mm -hmm. might give you a little bit better cognition and clarity or better ideas of what you want, what you're trying to do with that video versus mm -hmm. you keep working in the same task. You're going to lose your creativity over a period of time mm -hmm. because you haven't given your brain a break. So switching those tasks up will make you a more effective person. Yeah, yeah. I, I thank you for that tip. Um, I notice that more often when um, I sleep and I wake up fresh very early in the morning and I go back to what I was doing last night, I usually notice a spike in creativity. Does sleeping help in that aspect also? Yeah, so sleeping allows your body to reset and just allows your brain to recover and rejuvenate. And at the end of the day, um, you are going to become more effective after sleep. Number one, typically people tend to be more effective, you know, between like 10 and two in the morning. And then um, they always say to structure your most difficult things in the morning time when you're fresher mm -hmm. and then the less difficult things in the evening time that don't really require much creativity or brain. Thank you very much. And with um, structuring our time and um, getting stuff done and you're saying the way um, sleep um, helps to rejuvenate and reset the body. But um, there's a common um, line of thought that people usually share online. I'm sure you've um, come across that a bit. I just want to get your opinion on that. You hear people say that sleep is for the weak. What is your opinion about that? So sleep is for the weak is the worst piece of advice I've ever heard um, because sleep, sleep is the only thing that keeps our bodies functioning. If we didn't sleep, you would die. Um, you can only go without sleep for so long. Mm -hmm. So it's it, to say that we don't need it is it's just ridiculous because it's the only thing that allows your body to reboot. So if you take that away, then what do you have left? A very underperforming body, a body that is is tired, is not effective. And so, yeah, sleep is for the weak. Sleep is for the unsuccessful too. Um, the most successful people in the world know how to prioritize sleep. And if they say they don't get sleep, a lot of times they have a lot of health issues that they have to deal with. Look at mm -hmm. Steve Jobs and all these guys who built billion dollar companies. They're not alive right now, they're dead. There's a reason for that because you can only push your body so far 
And so you kind of have to choose between staying healthy and doing it the right way or, you know, not sleeping and then building a productive business and then down the road, having to address all the health issues that you ran into because you didn't take care of yourself. So sleep allows your body to reset. Sleep is required for rejuvenation. Sleep is required for detoxification. Yeah, that would be like running your car without oil. Mm-hmm. At some point, your car is going to break down. Now, can you keep driving without the oil? Probably, but your engine will blow up in a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. And um, do, do, I have an analogy that I give to people, and I want to also have your opinion on that. There was a time I told uh, my friends that I don't joke with sleep. I try to make sure I get my eight hours of sleep because that's what I know is recommended. And they say, if you sleep eight hours a day, that's a method of your life that you're wasting out. I tell them, um, I have 16 hours left. What I do without 16 hours um, really matters. I could have, I could decide to sleep just four hours and increase my 16 hours to 20 hours. But if the quality of what I do without 20 hours is not as much as what someone who's even sleeping eight hours and deciding to work just 10 out of 16 hours or working six out of 16 hours and gives a really quality job. Um, there is going to be a difference in um, the how we are perceived. One will be seen as someone who, who delivers really well because the person prioritizes sleep and does um, a lot of quality work in just six hours a day. And then there is someone else that is spending 20 hours a day to work and is not bringing as much quality to the table. What right. um, I want you to, you know, um, discuss on that if possible. Yeah. So, you know, the main, yeah, that's, that is con- correct because at the end of the day, people get caught up in how many hours they're working a day mm-hmm. and that doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, if it took you 20 hours to do a certain amount of work and I do, I do the same amount of work in, like you said, six hours mm-hmm. then what's the difference? Like you wasted another 14 hours of being ineffective because mm-hmm. your body and your brain are tired. And if you look at someone who sleeps less and works more, they tend to be become more distracted. They tend to be doing things off track that they shouldn't be doing, or they tend to sit there a lot more thinking about something because their, their cognition and their clarity is not there. And so I found that the people that are most effective really only work four to six hours a day anyways, because they can, they can put, they can generate a lot more work in that period of time. And then someone else, it might take them 12 hours to do the same thing because they're always constantly um, tired or fatigued in their brain. And so research shows like we, we are only effective for four to six hours a day. So doing anything else past that, yeah, you might get some work done, but you'd be better off just taking a nap during the middle of the day and then, you know, going back to work and doing a couple more hours and then calling it quits. One of my, um, one of my new clients, he said that he started making more money from home and becoming more effective working less. He works three hours a day, whereas before he used to work 10 to 16 hours a day. He's getting, he's getting more work done now, making more money because he's working less, but he's working more focused. So all the extra wasted hours that he was doing was actually for nothing, wasn't building his business. It was just to prove to everyone else that he was a hard worker. Mm-hmm. Hard work does not mean that you're gonna make more money or become more successful. Mm-hmm. Hard work just means you may be doing something wrong and you may not have the right system in place mm-hmm. because you shouldn't, it doesn't require that much work every day. 
yeah and um thank you very much for you know talking about having the right systems in place because um when you have the right systems in place and you have the right tools for the job you get to work faster you are better perceived as a professional as someone who knows what they do and you you are able to you know be more strategic about the actions you take and that um definitely starts from all the area of your health um i know you said that you um, run um functional medicine i once had someone on the show um cheryl mayer i think that's the name she talked about how she had to learn a lot about functional medicine in a bid to get our life back together. So um, can you please give us a little bit insight into what um, functional medicine is? Yeah, so it's just a different form of medicine that focuses on the whole body, so the whole picture, and tries to get the body to heal in a natural way. Um, we are all, you know, we all live on this earth and we, we need to understand that the body works in a system Mm -hmm. And it's a very large system and it works with multiple systems. And so functional medicine tries to address all of the body systems together okay. versus just trying to single out one thing and assuming that that's going to be the problem. So functional medicine tends to go a lot further into people's health issues and helps them address the root cause of their, ab their physiological abnormalities versus treating a symptom. So if you say I have a headache and I try to heat, treat a headache, well, what good is that? I don't even know what's causing the headache okay. if I just try to treat it. And so we get too caught up in trying to treat people's or help people with their symptoms versus help them uncover the cause of their actual problems or their health concerns and then go about it that way. Okay. So, um, meaning that um, functional medicine, it's a much more holistic approach to, um, healthcare. It's more natural, more holistic. Um, at the end of the day, this earth has everything on it that we need. The more chemicals and things that we try to introduce that we make ourselves, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot of times it doesn't work very well with the body. And so we try to, we try to give everything the body that it understands and it understands everything that's on this earth. And it, it tends to respond better to more natural ways than unnatural ways. Mm. Thank you very much for that. Now, um, what's, uh, some of the things that we probably um, taking in, in our every day to day life that is going against our is working against our body. Yeah, um, it's just the, the food that we eat now. It's not high quality anymore. We're eating garbage food, um, a lot of processed food. So snacks and candies and bakery items and just things that are quick. Versus back in the day where, you know, mom and dad and grandpa, grandma had to cook the food, you know, go out and get the food and mm -hmm. intended, you know, it, it was healthier. It wasn't, it wasn't this fast paced lifestyle mm -hmm. and it was from quality sources. So now we just, we're always go, 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 have a snack here, have a snack here, drink this energy drink, drink this alcohol. And the body doesn't like all that stuff. The body just wants real food from this earth that has been unaltered as much as possible, that's where it's going to absorb it the best. And that's where your body's going to actually understand it. It would be the equivalent of putting water into your car and expecting it to go. That's what we're doing to our bodies. We're putting in, we're putting in fuel sources that it doesn't really recognize, but the body is very, very miraculous in how powerful it is. And it's able to transform that crappy fuel that we're putting in 
and still allow us to function on a day-to-day basis versus if you put water in a car, it's just not going to go anywhere. So our body is very powerful in that. Okay. So um, in other words, we should just strive to um, go as organic as possible and try to avoid junk food. And if possible, we should transit a lot to um, making our own meals at home um, instead of going out and choosing fast food. Any more good water sources, good air quality. Um, we, you know, we live in a uh, culture right now where we're always going to be con- constantly exposed to something, whether it's poor food sources, poor air quality, poor water. So what we have to do today versus 10, 20 years ago mm-hmm. is significantly more. So for you and I to both be healthy right now, we have to put in a lot more work yeah. and there's a lot more things that are required. So you, you need to have a health coach like someone like me. You need to mm-hmm. have pure water. You need mm-hmm. to eat organic. Mm-hmm. You need to do all these things. But even then, just eating organic and drinking pure water, it doesn't mean you're necessarily going to be healthy. Yeah. Because in, in the realm of functional medicine, you can't guess if you're healthy. You always have to test. No mm-hmm. different than a business at home or anything like that. The way that they know that their business is running successfully is, number one, the numbers, but mm-hmm. also the, the systems that are in place. I always ask people, what system do you have in place that tells you that you're healthy? And they sit there and they're like, I don't know. I eat healthy. Well, how do you know you're healthy? Mm-hmm. Well, I eat healthy. And so you have, to have, you have to have the tools that will actually show you that, yes, you are truly actually healthy because there's a lot of people that think they're healthy and then what ends up happening to them? They're sick or something bad happens because they weren't actually healthy. They just, they felt good. But feeling good does not mean that you're actually healthy. Yeah, true, true. So, um. Now let's go to how best people can um, reach out to you. What's the best way for people to learn sure. more about what you do? What's the best way for them to reach out to you? Yeah, the best way is to go onto uh, my website, drwestfox.com. They have plenty of resources there and ways for them to reach out. Um, they can schedule consults there if they want to have questions that they want to ask or anything like that. We jump on to an hour-long consult to help them come up with a game plan and an action plan to start getting back into the driver's seat of their health. And so that's probably the best place to start is, you know, get that focused one-on-one attention. Okay. Okay. That's amazing. Thank you very much for coming on the show. I love everything you've discussed right here. And I believe um, it's the best way to, you know, start this year. Um, get on a, get on uh, Dr. Wesley Fox's website, the um, address is going to be in the show notes. I want you to get on there, um, communicate with him, um, interact with all the content you have there. You know, book that hour-long consultation and um, get to learn more about how your body system works. So um, any last words you want to give before we go? Um, you know, the main thing I always tell people, uh, health is the thief in the night. It is one of those things that can just come from nowhere and be stolen from us. So I always tell people, uh, just just give your body a little TLC, a little bit of tender loving care. Um, it needs it. It's one of the things that keeps you alive and keeps you on this earth. And so just make sure you're giving back to your body because at the end of the day, you don't want to, you don't want to get to the point where your body doesn't give back anymore. It's not like you can break a car down. You know, if you break your car down, you can go get a new one. The moment the body breaks down, it's not like you can go to go get a brand new body. And so just make sure you take care of it because that's the biggest problem that I run into is I get people who, who don't and then they, they just, they want their body back. And that's like, well, just provide it a little bit of love and it'll be there for you. Yeah. Well, 
Thank you very much, Dr. Wesley Fox. I appreciate you coming on the show and giving us this wealth of knowledge that is very amazing to get us started in this year, 2021. And if you enjoyed this episode, which I am so sure you did, you please share this episode with your friends, your family, let them understand how best they can take care of their body and also help them to, I mean, share with them the resources that are in the show notes and let them understand much more about how their body works uh, by, you know, checking out all the materials that are available on Dr. Wesley's website. So please have a great day and make sure to join us next week when we'll have another amazing guest on the Work From Home podcast. Have a great day.